Welcome to Sex and the Sex. In the Sex. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. John, you want to take over? That's fine. You just want to do the whole thing. That's cool. Do it. Um, yeah. Um, Evie, let's go back. Jordan, you introduce the podcast. Oh, guys, come on. <laughs> Welcome to Sex and the and Sex. The sex. In the sex. Well, if you're gonna fuck it up, maybe I will do it by myself. <laughs> this is a Sex in the City podcast. My name is Anna Wolf. I've watched all the Sex and City episodes many times. My name is Evie Majamda, and I have also watched the episodes lots of times. And my name's Jordan, and I'm watching them for the first time. I'm a little mm. virgin. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Oh, we're gonna virgin. talk about virgins in this episode too. Yeah, re- virgination. Um, what was the name of the episode? The big time. Oh, the big time. Mm, Love it. For reasons I think we all know. Mm. Um, So this is season three, episode eight. Well done, everyone. We're getting close. We're we're getting through it. We need to redo, we need to finish doing season one. Yeah. Um, but, but like it's yeah. did we not do it no we, no, we, no, we oh what <laughs> oh we still have a few to go don't we yeah, yeah, yeah. once uni finishes yeah. we maybe we'll, we'll yeah. another time to do that um, it's over for you hoes yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> what do you guys want to do when we like finish sex in the city like just part ways and never no do another, no we're starting a new one. show yeah it's gonna do do? <laughs> we're gonna finish it when we're 45 should so. we do emily in paris no we're not oh my god someone was Vi, if you're listening, my um, friend from work who listened to an episode the other day, very sweet. She said that um, I should watch Emily in Paris because it's by the same creators. Have you guys seen it? Yes. I haven't seen all of it. It's mm. so shit. It's Irby. so oh, bad. It's so shit. All right, Vi, turn it off now. <laughs> no, no, it's so funny. You'll hate it because Emily is basically a Charlotte but with no redeemable factors. And you uh, don't even think that Charlotte has any redeemable factors. I already hate it. Yeah. Do you guys see Younger? No, we could do that. That was also pretty shit. Like, um, I love Hilary Duff, but um, apart from her, uh, mm. it got kind of old pretty fast. And like, there's so many loopholes in the story. It's about this woman who's like pretending to be 27, yeah. um, but Sounds she's like faster. 40. Mm. Yeah, and it's just like, what's your pro- like? It doesn't really match up. Um, so and maybe also, I think Darren Star. I this could be completely wrong, but there was a show called Gross Point. Um, and it came out literally like probably when I was like four or five years old or seven. I don't know. That all kind of blurred into one. Mm. But um, it was, it's about uh, like soap actors and it only went for a season and it was so fucking good. And me and my brother and my sister were obsessed with it and it came out before the OC. Oh my God. And it was like, but it, it was only like one season. But I think Darren Star wrote it or co-wrote it or something. Do you remember it? No, but okay. I, I do know speaking of, of soaps, yeah. I know that um, Darren Starr also wrote and I think directed on Melrose Place. Yeah, well, I think because I mentioned Melrose Place a lot in this, well, don't mention it, but it's kind of a similar, I think it's supposed to be Melrose Place or something. But yeah, Darren Starr, what a career. Oh, oh shit, sorry. I'm going to look up his filmography. Well, he's worked so consistently. And he did that mm. random lipstick jungle show. Oh. But, yeah, I remember seeing the ads for that when I was in primary school. Um, so whose turn is it to read out the IMDB synopsis? Do we know? I think it's yours, Jordan. Oh my God. I've been waiting for this day. Let me just quickly look it up. Um, you guys just chat amongst yourselves. Yeah. Um, (laughs) we're definitely not just scrolling on our phone. Sorry. I'm just going to talk about gross point for a second. Okay. Gross point was 2000, 2000 to 2001. So I was like six or seven. Um, Darren Star wrote it, so it's about 
So the overview is six actors were, work together on screen in the soap opera Gross, Gross Point and the show follows their lives off screen as well. Um, it has uh, Lindsay Sloan, who was um, Big Red in um, fucking, what's it called? Um, um, in, uh, bring It On. I'm still Big, Big Red. Red. It has this guy, Kyle Howard, who I'm pretty sure is in Sex and City or is in that show that we watched the other day, Jordan, that guy. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, he's from Gross Point. Do you remember that? You don't remember no. that. Um, you should listen to me more often. I think I'm listening. I think I- Gross Point. Why would you call a show that unless it's edgy? <laughs> oh my God. Sarah Michelle Gellar is, well, you know, because I think that's the point. I think it's just a shit name for a soap opera. I think it was uh, a comedy. It was definitely a comedy kind of drama. Yeah. Anyway, that's the next show that we should absolutely How do. many seasons are there? Literally one. It got cancelled. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, but on IMDb, it's rated uh, 7.9 out of 10, which is awesome. pretty Awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. We can do gross point and we can also, you know, what would actually get heaps of listeners, I imagine, um, is a... The L word. <laughs> no. no um survivor <laughs> no. 2.0 no um uh, <laughs> what's it called freaks and geeks oh you yeah, yeah, so much as shit to say yeah. uh, everyone it's like everyone's life story um i feel like that would be a fun one to do i feel like i would cringe at myself watching freaks and geeks in terms of like when i watch freaks and geeks mm. totally I feel like what I do you mean and my memories of of like I think I have flashbacks of myself masturbating after, like seeing James <laughs> Franco on screen. Yeah. Oh, and then James Franco was hot. Oh my God. Wait, well, how old were you guys when you watched Freaks and Geeks? Um, pretty like a teenager. Yeah, I think yeah. I was in like year 11 or 12. Like it was late teens. I think I was late. I was like literally starting uni or something. And I just, um, I just remember it just meaning like everything. It was just at the cusp of finishing year 12 and going mm. into uni. I remember, I think I was 16 because I remember my brother, or 15, my brother downloading, oh my, oh no, I was probably 16 or 17 maybe, but my brother was downloading it and I was watching it because he was and we are watching nice. Scrubs at the same time and shit. Yes. But um, yeah, Freaks and Geeks, what a sexual, not a sexual awakening, but reawakening. Mm, oh my gosh, James so good. Is so hot and it's such a good TV show. Yeah. It's such a good TV series. That's like one of those dream TV series that... It's perfect. Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely got, perfect. Um, Lindsay, what's her face in it? Yeah, um, Jason Segel's ex, who's also great. Wait, who? Yeah. Jason Segel. Um, Who's her name? Her name's Carly, like Lindsay Carly. Linda Carlini. Linda Carlini, yeah. Um, Madman. Oh my god. Everyone, they became famous. Have you guys seen the um doco about it? No. It's no. so sad. It's just like they like they knew that they were gonna get axed because they just weren't getting the views, and they made the last episode almost like a few episodes before they they just like knew and they made it first so that's just so that they would have that definite last episode and um oh. they just fought so hard to have it and um i don't know they were just like how are we going to tell these kids it's not going on and it was just like oh. heartbreaking but like they all be, became famous but at that moment in time they were just like i'm like how do you not just like get crushed by that and never make anything again for judd exactly. apatow and stuff obviously it was so good maybe we could do like because freaks and geeks this gross point firefly yeah. firefly oh, we're gonna be <laughs> daisies as well pushing yeah, daisies, daisies so good i haven't seen that all That's those great. all those series okay. that were um cut off after one season yes. yeah <laughs> and also because we all need like things to change all the time it's probably good for our like attention yeah, change things. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we can't deal with like watching yes. the same thing over and over. And totally, over and, over. and we can um, we can make this. We can just do podcasts for the rest of our lives. Absolutely. Yeah, and we can also fine. do bunheads. What's bunheads? Which is what um the uh, pa- uh the Paladinos did after Gilmore Girls when they left Gilmore Girls. They did bunheads, uh. <laughs> Sutton Foster. So we could do that as like a 
transition from Darren Starr's work in Younger to yes to other like if we can find like links between mm-hmm. each one's season series well surely emily in paris will get axed after one season yeah. oh, it's already been renewed <laughs> oh it's, geez, it's, it's number one in australia <laughs> people love it because they hate it oh my really oh my god <laughs> okay well maybe i shouldn't watch i'm so lost in tv right now it's just like i've been watching so many shows um mm. i was just binging insecure have you guys seen that i love insecure it's so good i only um, i started watching it when i got binged or when i got um yeah, I saw my parents' foxtail login. Yeah, um, I'm only up to like halfway through season two. It's so good. Oh uh, yeah, so, I like yeah. Keep binging. Yeah. I can't wait because I know that there's like, I, I I heard something that happens like in one of the later seasons, like potentially the most recent one, and I just mm-hmm. really want to get to that because I think that's a really interesting, wow point, like a really interesting story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should probably stick to the podcast we're doing. Now. Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, no, 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 no. This is exactly. Honor and I were talking about this the other oh day. Oh my god! Where we like plan the things that are coming after, or not even after, like the thing that we're doing. Yeah. Now. So I'm like, it's like so, but I'm glad you guys do it too because I feel like anytime I do it around Jonathan, he's like, um, he's like, <laughs> it's just like I'm not even planning. I'll just be like, what if I'm stressed about anything that might happen, like any hypothetical? He's just like. His like favorite catchphrase is um, "you're stressing about stressing," and it's like <laughs> just like shut the. F- I'm like, if you say that one more time, so he'll just like be like, "Oh, I wonder if like this would happen if this happened," and he's like, "you're stressing about stressing, babe." Like, stop stressing about stressing, and it's just, oh like, like, let me fucking stress, please. Oh, no. Yeah, I need this. I'm done. No, but we all do it too. Um, but John, I reckon you should take it away with the synopsis. Let's do this. Okay. So this yeah. is by our good friend KGF Vizzers. I hope you're listening. Hope you're well. <laughs> Charlotte is completely besotted by Trey, who she just met by accident and already considers him her groom. At a chic boat party, Charlotte presents him to Carrie, who is already tired of meeting of the meeting by fate story and bumps into Mr. Big there without Natasha. Ooh. Despite her living with Aiden, are they living together? No, yeah. no, they're not living. Because no, okay. where's the dog? is wrong. AGF. Yeah. Um, despite her living with Aiden, they clearly miss each other. Samantha, who just moved into the meatpacking district, is invited by a much older neighbour, Len. Discovering her period is five days late. She gets drunk and accepts to go all the way. <laughs> but then nature steps in. Oh, business, come on. She she gets a period. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you said it earlier, yeah. so why are you, are you scared doing? now? Um, to Miranda's utter and sarcastically utter surprise. <laughs> to Miranda's utter and sarcastically utter surprise. This is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> this is not his best work. Um, Steve suggests they consider making a baby. They settle for the time on a puppy he would care for, but when that doesn't work out, dot, dot, dot. dot. <laughs> Oh, All right, oh, that's, that's like the up. worst sentence structure I've ever seen in my life. Sorry, <laughs> very, very bad. Very bad. Uh, KGF. Um, this is a great episode. This, I was, straight yeah, up. straight like straight after Jordan and I watched this, we were like, this, I, yeah, this is a very, very good episode. Lots to unpack um, in in the episode. Um, yeah. Is there anything in particular that jumped out at you guys that you want to kind of discuss straight off the bat? Um, I was going to speak about how, um, the, my first note, which I don't think is the most important part of the story was, um, being polite to like 
unwanted attention. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Especially for Samantha. I think this is such a good example. I've been also watching a lot of Friends recently, which I haven't done in a while. So this is a side note. But I haven't done it in a while because, like, I kept living in share houses where people kept having marathons of friends. So I just got so <laughs> yeah. sick of it. And I, like, watched the whole series, like, ten times. And then someone else would come in and then they start from season one again. It was uh, just too much, too much friends. Yeah. Um, I was just always talking about how Joey is, like, not always, but, like, 99% of the time the perfect example of how, one, you can check people out without being a fucking creep. Although he is creepy sometimes. He's just like, yeah. And, two, and it's sort of just passed off on um, his Italianness or whatever. And it's like, what? I'm allowed to. And it's like, no, it's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also most of the time he's a really, really good example of how you can hit on women or ask women out without being a fucking creep. And when they say no, you fuck off. Mm. Like, because literally all the time he's like, um, hey, uh, like he said, he said hot. He just came out of his mouth when he saw this woman. And she's like, oh, what did you say? And he was like, uh, um, uh, uh, I said hot. I, sorry. I, that, I, I find, I just, I just, I find you attractive, but um, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll leave now, mm. whatever, you know? And, yeah, and he's yeah, not like yeah. doing a bit or anything to like get her to turn around and be like, well, and she was like, oh, thanks. I thought you were saying hi. And he was like, oh, that would have been the better thing to say. But um, yeah, I, I do find you attractive. Is there any chance we want to go on a date? And she was like, yeah, I would. But if she sounds said, like a Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find no, a perfect I, example, but I'm just saying he's such a, a good guy. And if and any time he does get turned down, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go. Sorry about that. Like yeah, he's so very yeah. So yeah. Like, and within this in Sex and the City, I don't know where I went then. I feel like I just went somewhere in the future. I don't know what I said. But um and then Samantha is a perfect example of how you can be a woman and hypersexual and then not actually want to fuck everyone who hits on them and how even a hypersexual empowered woman can't, um, is still put in positions where they don't feel like they can say, can you fuck off or whatever. Or, or the fact that she was being polite to a point and then when that guy did hit on her lens or whatever his name is, um, she was like, I'm not interested. Oh, that's uh, never going to happen. Yeah. It's so, so yeah. And he's because still he hitting persists. on her. Yeah, he persists. Don't persist. That's a gross thing. Totally. And all the men kind of do here. Yeah. Or it's like yeah. kind of almost portrayed as romantic apart from this instance where it's just annoying. Mm, exactly. But I think it's, yeah, it's a good example as to why, you know, these ideas of, oh, well, Samantha's a fucking horn dog that wants to fuck everything that moves. Yeah. No, she doesn't. I mean, she yeah. wants to fuck all the people she finds attractive. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but she doesn't want her, yeah, fuck everything that moves. So if a guy, you know, in it, like, absolutely hits on her and she says yeah. no like that's completely normal because she doesn't find him attractive and also exactly. his reaction and her reaction actually the way she responds to him is really good too like in terms of i'm repeating myself but in terms of her being like she is quite polite to him because she's being neighboring neighboring which she doesn't actually have to do but she is but then as soon as mm. he like asked her out she's like i don't think so yeah, yeah. perfect <laughs> perfect totally and he's so yuck yeah he like that persistence where it's like no and that's like that's where it's like interesting especially in like tv and movie stuff because there's definitely instances where persistence or a level of persistence is good no one i don't like i'm not saying that we're gonna solve fucking rape culture on this podcast (laughs) but there's already did we did it we did actually yeah listen back to season one guys (laughs) yeah listen back to every app (laughs) but um but yeah, you know what I mean? Like there are some instances where I'm like, wow, they persisted and it worked out. Or like, yeah, it's hot when that guy persists, but there's a way of doing it without 
trapping. I think it's the fact that he was he had physically blocked her. Yeah, in yeah. the in the letter thing, and she was like, she Gross physically out, wasn't like. interested in him. Yeah, mm. and Miranda is Miranda. Sorry, Samantha um, <laughs> is. I mean, crystal clear yeah. whether she's interested or not. Um, Absolutely. So. I agree. That guy was fucking weird. Have Creepy guys... art boy sucks. And it's always art. It's yeah. always arty, like, older men who are like, uh, I will eat you out for 60 minutes. And, and the way that he talks to her being all like, you little lady, or like, I don't know what oh, he says exactly. But it just sounds, seems like it would be patronising. Yeah. It's disgusting. And she looks good. I know. And also, why would you think there was some? There was something said in the episode, being like, "Why?" No, she was she was shocked as to why a weedy loser like him would ask her out. Mm. That was like a comment that they like made in it. But totally, I had thought. that thought all the time. Not with me, mm, but with yes. other women who were so hot, who were so fucking hot. And I'm like, and then I'll see like, you know, like friends of my boyfriends or just like random dudes think that they can pursue them. Yeah. And, I'm, and I just want to be like, where the fuck are you at, mate? Like, you are like, and I don't want to do like the numbers thing. I hate rating people, but I'm like, the way you're persisting this person, I mean, uh, the way you're trying to, you know, hook up with this person. One, she is, you like, where is your confidence coming from? Because she yeah, is, totally. and also it comes to that objectification thing, because if you weren't objectifying this person and, and viewing them just as something to fuck, yeah. you'd be like, here's this incredible smart, like, here's this incredibly beautiful person who has a brain as well. She's not just like, I have big tits and I want you to fuck my puss. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, why would you think in any way, shape or form that you would be able to fuck this person? Like, where does that totally. come from? And I don't, and I think again, it's that fucking rhetoric of like, shitty ugly whiny little pricks um getting with super hot supermodels who are really intelligent and like like really far in their yeah. career and they have to like settle for this little whiny piece of shit man yeah. like i'm not saying less attractive men can't be attractive at all but so we don't see it go the other way because that's the narrative that we get shown yeah. all the time absolutely yeah. and it's infuriating the amount of yeah and I've, again i'm rambling and i'm repeating what i said but the amount of times i've seen dudes like my boyfriend has a lot of really hot friends who are women like he has like some like like and in my head like i'm like instagram model kind of hot yeah, yeah, and yeah. really smart and really mm. and, but then the way i've seen them viewed in like in certain like men's eyes is oh hot blonde girl me want to fuck and i'm going to try and pursue (laughs) and i'm like you are viewing them as this like one thing one aspect of them little do you know that they're so fucking smart they're like they have such high confidence they could like very funny and they're so funny and they could fucking crush you into it but they're being so nice to you because they're just like and then the fact that you even think that you have a chance blows my mind also because I know I didn't go up to like male models who are like millionaires and like oh not millionaires but like (laughs) probably I don't go up to certain people being like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna fuck. Chance. I'm gonna get this dick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where does that confidence come from? It's also like when you like. I feel like, um, especially, it, I, I feel like people like Samantha letting you down easy. They mm. take as a way in, oh, totally. rather than right. being like, no, sh- like like you say, like they're being kind to you right yeah. now. Just yeah, just chill out and also just like stop. Just stop. And I, was, I, I don't know. I'm like, time. Like, when is the right time? When is the right place to hit on someone? But catching them off guard while they are looking and at like, their mail, 
it's not it. Let's say it's not it. Let Samantha <laughs> check her mail. She's got invitations to places. And I'm not saying you shouldn't try. You should absolutely try, but you should you can be try, receptive. Let yeah, yeah, let it go. And be receptive to the person you're talking to. Totally. Like, yeah, like, and let them, don't block their way out. Are you oh fucking crazy? And if they so said, scary. I'm not interested, and then you're still going, yeah. fuck off. Like, it's I don't, so I think that's why I think Joey's a perfect example. And I know I'm going back <laughs> on this, but it's just, it's just because it shows you when, when so many people say, oh, we can't even say anything to women or people anymore. Like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You can't, it's like, no, you can, you can ask people out. You can hit on people. You can flirt with people. But as soon totally. as they're not interested, fuck you gotta off. You got to let it go. Absolutely. And also, we be just nice said, like, about it. Don't slap us on the ass. And they're like, well, then what can I do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Male rights. Oh my god. Please. Um then she does end up fucking and yeah, she does end up Um and we uh I also want to talk about the like a brief moment. They do bring it up like a fair bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they really come back to it at all. I guess it links in with the idea of aging and menopause, but Charlotte is catching up with Carrie um and talking about her new boyfriend, Trey, who I love. Mm-hmm. And I also love because I just feel like those actors are having a good time together. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? They're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, look like they, have, they look like an end joke or something. Yes, Definitely. a thousand percent. Um, and I think that, yeah, anyway, so that I, I just really like watching them also, the act together. Both of them playing a waspy couple. A thousand percent. Because they're not a, like they're. And they're actors. so camp. Yeah. They're so camp. Like even the way that they kiss each other is really funny. <laughs> um, but the, uh, Charlotte talks about revirgination, revirginating yes. herself, which is like. That was fucking funny. Just getting your hymen sewn back together. Yeah. Or she can said, you get it sewn back together? You, you just get a new no, one. No, she no, said you... that it, she, if you don't have sex for a um, year, then it grows back and that you can forget your sexual history. I didn't know that it grows back. I don't know. That's I don't think it that's really does. Yeah. No. no. Well, then what happens when it splits? Does it just stay there? Well, it probably gets pushed to the side or something and then and slowly just <laughs> like yeah. grates and comes back up. Well, also, like, what uh-huh. happens to your ovaries when you go through mm-hmm. menopause? They, they um, remain, but they dry up, they shrivel up. Can I get a, like, toner for that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you need to moisturise them. Um, there was an inside episode on menopause recently. Yeah, I think that was obviously, like, the big point of, um, mm. one of the big points of the episode to talk about is, like, the... Um, how society deals with menopause and like um how like scared we are of it and also how much like misinformation slash like no information there is and like we never talk about it so um i think this episode is really relevant still sadly because it's not really i don't see that much of a change in public dialogue about menopause sorry my mom my mom um she actually it wasn't it didn't end up being menopause but it was, it was really funny one time we were having dinner and her face was so red and i was like mom did you get and she was like sweating she's just trying to eat normally like she's trying to pretend like it's not happening I was like, mom, did you get, because she gets sunburnt really easily. And I was like, did you get fucking sunburnt today mm. again? And she's like, no. <laughs> and she, was, she said it was menopause, but it wasn't. Aww. But it was very funny. But you can be going through menopause before your period actually stops, right? Totally. Or does it, mm. is it uh, I, I, I don't know. My my experience <laughs> with menopause is not mine. But I do know, I do, do know, um, I do know a girl, a lady my age who like a went lady. through a lady, a, a lady with a hat and a um, lady cane, <laughs> lady die, 
who um, went through early menopause on purpose in order to like stop something from happening. I don't know, whatever. Wow. Yeah, um, which is really interesting. And yeah. that was, uh, yeah, I forgot her name, but I used to, yeah, she was friends with my old housemates. Um, but yeah, she was going having either early onset menopause or she was taking pills to get menopause early in order to prevent like future diseases or something. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's real fucked, real fucked. But I even just, yeah, my mum going through menopause, I don't know if she wants me to talk about it, but it's just like a, yeah, it's just a fuck. It's the same with your period. It's the same yeah. with all the stuff that we're told that, yeah, this happens during menopause, but it's a really traumatic, horrific situation. Some people can be, um, don't laugh people, at your mum at dinner. No, don't do that. <laughs> So I'd be like, did you get sunburned today, bitch? Or <laughs> Why sweat so much? Why are you breathing so heavily? Oh Chill out. But um, but it, it's such a fun situation, and also, but you can also take um hormones during menopause to like reduce help it. Yeah, help it. Or you can. Totally. Not. I don't think my mom did. So. Oh, natural. Yeah. Which, again, I think she's super judgy about the women who do. <laughs> and my mom would never talk about it. It's so weird. It's like women put these things on themselves too, because I remember. Um, asking my mom, I probably have spoken about it before, um, about like what she did with childbirth and she was like, oh, like don't, like she's like from Indian. So it's, um, I don't know what it is culturally, but she won't talk about childbirth, let alone like menopause. So, um, yeah, I have no idea what she, what her situation is, but I should ask, I guess, but I don't want to embarrass her. I don't know. No, just point it out. Ask her again. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in front of the whole family. I'm mean, like, are you going to do menopause? Cause you seem like it. Um, oh my God. Imagine. <laughs> Maybe I'll say after you've just been like she just doesn't talk about that stuff. Yeah, I'm like, gonna try and find like the most public setting. <laughs> exactly. But, so I just don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, like I don't know. It I seems like a sad a- phase oh. of life as well because I feel like intensive periods. Like my mom never really spoke about it, but then when I went through it, she was like there to like help me. Um, but mm-hmm. with menopause, I don't like it's like what if your mom's probably it's not, it doesn't seem like that much of like a we'll help you through it because you're like this is like the mm. next stage of womanhood and um you've got mm. this like support of an older person who's going to tell you what it's like it's just like you're on it you're in your own and like no one cares yeah <laughs> it really does feel like it's not talked about is it How yeah weird is that? it's really weird because also women i i guess is that that shame or that not wanting to admit that you're going through the next stage because you know, women are treated like they become invisible or whatever once they like go through menopause and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And also you grow that means that's like, you know, I mean a lot of people, you know, wax their face from like a really young age or whatever, but that's when like women start growing much more hair and stuff on their face and blah blah yeah. blah. And like, yeah. I, I remember my aunties talking about menopause with my mum and they're like, essentially it's because I was like, what's menopause? And they were like, it's when you start becoming a man. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like yeah. information. They all, yeah, but they all talk about like chin hairs and stuff like that and a, a whiskers. And oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. They're just like, I already have a really face hair growing out of my mole. Yeah. I love it. Me yeah, too. I, I got like little... six. No. <laughs> I got a lot of chin hairs. I probably have polysies there. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I tested for that. No, I meant to. I was supposed oh, to get Jesus an ultrasound and Christ. I never did. I never did. Do it, Jordan. I wish. Um, <laughs> I just. I can't. I've got a lot. Anyway, Sorry, I so need to uh, <laughs> things I need to get tested for. Okay, number one, <laughs> um, sleep apnea because I wake up not being able to breathe. Um, <laughs> number two, ADHD. Number three, medica- whether or not I need to get medicated for depression and anxiety. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit a little different. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So and you can get revenge. Why are you just brushing over me trying to reach out to my friends um, and talk about my <laughs> Well, problems. how do you get um, tested for needing medication? I thought I'm no idea. Like, I think it's yeah. just if you like... I think you can just ask for it. Yeah. Well, my doctor was basically like, when I went last time, it was just like, I, I felt like I was mature because I put, I like turned down whatever drug I wanted basically because I was like, oh, I think I feel like a bit stressed and um, maybe like a bit depressed and want to speak to someone. And he's like, okay, like, what do you want? Like, we want Valium, like, blah, blah. And he started like just listing, he's like, what's it called? Um, Pro, Prozac or like, Whatever oh the God. things are, he was just like, what do you want? Let's tell me, I'll write you out a script. And I was just like, um, I don't want. I was just no. like, can I just talk to someone first? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. So... Take <laughs> what do you want, Prozac? That's <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Go to that doctor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's great, babe. Um, yeah. Hey. Fuck. I think you can. I think if you, like, it's the same as, like, getting the mental health plan. Like, they just, like, fill out a form, make sure that you're not, like, you don't need to be like hospitalized yeah. and then they just yeah do i don't know i don't i don't think i do want to be medicated yeah because i think it's it hasn't you want to be on natural <laughs> i want to be on natural <laughs> um depresso i want to feel it. i want to, I want <laughs> to feel I want everything to for ages and watch mad men yes. um it's so funny now i can't even watch mad men anymore because it's such a, a symptom of me being depressed like people are really like, <laughs> they're like honor we're not watching mad men with you because like you need, just, you need to go to a psychologist but it's funny i have a jumper that i'm like Mm-mm. and kayla started wearing it a lot and i was like you can't wear that that's so because funny because i i can't have you wearing that that's so funny because it's your depressing it's, it's like my depression jumper. jumper it's very mm. comfy there's a reason it's my depression mm. jumper but, yeah yes, um well, I got dressed once and then three weeks later, <laughs> I, Love it. I took it off. Um, uh, did you, do you guys find that Kegels help with depression? <laughs> Absolutely. No, Kegels make me more depressed. It kind of makes me feel freaked out doing a Kegel. When they were talking about it around the table um, in Sex and City, I was trying to do it myself. And it kind of mm. makes you, don't you feel like you're like, I know, this like I'm just squeezing like my butt. Yeah. Feels like if I do it too much, it'll like make me weird or something. But maybe not. Know. I've definitely like made my boyfriend look at my vagina and done a kegel to see if it moves. Oh, it oh really? It does. Of course it moves. Yeah. Yes. Like tends cool. to your lips and shit. It but... just makes me feel like a bit sick. Like just be like. It makes me feel a bit sick as well and like a bit weird just doing yeah, it. Yeah. It's like. And are you meant to do them or like what's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, my badge is tight enough. Yeah. And loosen up. There's anyway. been a lot of misinformation about like vagina stretchiness and stuff like that. People really, there was a period of time where I was like, like when I was like 13, 14 years old, where I was like, oh no, I'm going to have the biggest vagina for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> but I was just like led to believe that this is something that women need to worry about. Add it to the list. Oh, God. You're like, can't wait to grow up. (laughs) (laughs) I think, think, like, I had just been, like, introduced to the concept of a wizard sleeve. What's that? Right. What's a wizard sleeve? Just when a vagina looks like like a wizard sleeve, you know, like Dumbledore. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Who says that? What's the year eight boys? Year eight boys. They just compare. They just like her vagina was like a wizard sleeve. Year eight boys. Yeah, truly. Oh my god! I've only had sausage in a hallway. 
Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that does make me laugh because the visual <laughs> is so Well, my amazing. friend, the first time I heard it, we were talking about, it was like, um, I was talking to my friend about these two teachers we thought were fucking and they were both like 50 <laughs> um, something. And, we were, and she was like, oh, it must be like a sausage in there. Um, hallway and I was like wow totally it just fit the description but that's so rude to the teachers sorry but um... <laughs> do you reckon they were fucking <sighs> yes and I feel like um yeah it was just like it was like uh they just like winked at each other and stuff so I just feel like it was definitely there but <laughs> she was like pretty like boss and even though she was like older and just like yeah it just felt like they were doing it I love that I wonder yeah. if like I would have an affair if I was a teacher it's like yeah like what else are you gonna do yeah exactly and if you're around all that like hormone energy as well like you're around teenagers (laughs) being like oh my god like and having crushes and stuff you would like absolutely get so fit into it yeah Yeah. totally do you reckon like you'd wear like a school (laughs) 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 no i think that's um that would be i feel like yeah, I think that'd hit too close to home. I feel like if I was like doing it with a teacher and um, they were like, you wore a little boy from the school, yeah. you were. <laughs> boy, miss. And it's like. <laughs> boy, miss. That's so funny. Talking so about little boys, Steve's storyline and Miranda's oh storyline. Oh, my God. Say la vie. I was, like, relating it to a little bit, even though it's, like, definitely my partner's not like that, but I feel like when they were fighting over, there was a scene where they were, like, um, watching. So, basically, recap, um, they see a baby and um, Steve wants to have a baby and Miranda's, like, I'm just about to make partner. I'm, like, really busy. Can't be fucked right now. Mm and later on she's like doing work at home and steve's watching scooby-doo and um she's like trying to stand in front of the tv and him being like steve can we just talk about this without scooby-doo and he's like scooby Whoopy too and she's like shut up and today morning we had a fight because i was just being like really stressed at work i've got like one day where i'm like have like a million it's like between you know, this morning and afternoon, I had to do like a million errands. So I was just like stressed and making the bed. And then Jonathan's like, So, how do you think you spell skew whiffed? Oh, that's a funny <laughs> word. And he's like, How do you think you spell it? Like, really, like, have a go at spelling skew whiffed. I'm like, and I literally just cracked the shit. I was like, that is a fucking stupidest question ever. I hate you. Like, move. And he got like so offended. He's like, I would never say that about that about something you said. Like, I always listen to your questions. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't ask fucking stupid questions. That's what skew whiffs sound like. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Let me pause for a second here and really think about this. Um, oh my oh, god, it's just so funny that it was over skew whiff. I know. <laughs> Because I'm also like, like, how do you spell it? <laughs> it's what's what's it like, mean? What's a bit like, skew if? It's like just all, all like, like a bit off. Yeah. Isn't it a phrase? Like, is it yeah, a, it's it's not, a, not yeah. like, a, like a proper word though, is it? Um, Ask your boyfriend. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm answering the question like five hours, like 15 hours later. Yeah, it just really pissed me off. Yeah, no, I can completely relate to that. And also, I wrote down in my notes, I'm like, Miranda is my mom and Steve is my dad. Maybe that's why I have so much time for my dad. But just like, my dad's like, whoa, 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 about stuff. And my mom's like, I should have to do. Like, why are you? And he'll like call her up at work. And she'll be like, I'm at work. What do you want? And like, he has (laughs) work too. And he's, you know, he's had like really good jobs in the past. Mm. But just that kind of like, I don't know. Just like... Yeah, you need to respect what your partner does and that they're busy sometimes. And in saying that, 
like I definitely think I'm a type B personality and Alex is a type A personality. I, I remember talking to my psychologist about this because he was like, why do you never mention your boyfriend? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, this entire time we see each other, you never talk about your boyfriend. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, but like, I'm much more focused on like work and I feel like he's much more focused on the relationship. I think it changes. I don't think that's a, like yeah. a whatever thing to kind of say. But um, yeah, it's interesting because it's just like when I think I have much less patience for silliness and he has much more patience for silliness. Totally. I feel like I've been like a huge bitch recently, but it's just like, I'm sorry, but this is what I need to do right now. And this is who um, I am too. <laughs> and it's like, he'll just be like, do, but do. do. <laughs> We're in the car driving somewhere. It's like, we'll be listening to a song. And he's like, better, better, better. Like I'm rapping over the bits and, um, and I was all like, oh even just like little things, like we're doing the laundry and he's like, can you catch this? <laughs> like I'm making out my boyfriend to be like, it would be like the worst version of Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it was like me holding up the laundry basket being like yeah i've got to go like put this on and then he's like will i make it will i make the laundry and he's like, throwing it he's like uh, uh, and it's just like i'm like hurry up <laughs> and he's like wow you never let me play or like inhibitions just make fucking noises all the time like all the time like even <laughs> in bed he's like i think it talked about this last podcast but he just like make noises or i'd be like i'm trying to like focus i'm trying to do this work i'm trying to focus <laughs> and he's just existing and the thing is when i do that he has so much patience but i just have no so yeah, I've definitely felt like a Miranda. And even recently with this house shit, I've definitely felt like I'm oh, like... Oh, I feel Miranda so hard. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, you're just trying your best girl. And it's like, yeah, I just really relate it. It's concerning that you said it's like your mum and dad because I was like, is this my relationship right now? Like, I can't <laughs> see this happening. But Stephen also went fucking hardcore from a conversation in a restaurant straight mm, into like, into like well, when we have the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of big jump, but it was like as if it was like set in stone. And yes. also, what Miranda said was so fucking true. And when, because, and he got like really disheartened and mad about it because, like, oh, um, I hope the baby's an optimist like me or whatever. Mm. But she was like, this is what's going to happen if you have a baby. Because he was like, wouldn't it be nice? I'll take care of it during the day and then I'll go to work and you'll come home and like blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it'll be nice. And she's like, great. So I'm going to have a fucking 10 hour day at work being fucking partner at a really high pressure job. You're going to be like watching cartoons with a baby all day. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. fucking wonderful? This is like literally like my, my, <laughs> my dad. Oh, well, but like not, but not, but this is what, anyway, whatever. But um, <laughs> then I'm going to come home from this like work, blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to... And then, then I'm going to be up all night with the baby by myself without the fucking help from my partner, like switching who's going to get up and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm. you haven't thought this through. This is what it's going to be like. And she was just being realistic, but kind of frustrated. And he was like, oh my God, you're such a bitch or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm being, you're like, I want to have a baby. Like it's a toy. I'm thinking about my future and my career. And also your job is like bartending, which of course I know is like still important, but it's like, you can get another job somewhere else and get another job somewhere mm. else and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm not like at all, but also, Why isn't he offering to stop doing his job? Yeah, exactly. Because I was just thinking like, that could work if Steve just like but quit his job. Yeah, exactly. And he, that would be totally fair. But he doesn't totally. want to do that because he doesn't want to feel like Samantha wears the pants, whatever. And she does wear the pants, yeah. Steve, because she wears a lot of pants suits. She wears a lot of pants suits and you well, won't I let her buy you any pants, mm. so... <laughs> 
Um, totally. I had a funny moment with my psych this week when we were talking about um, this kind of thing. Cause I was like, oh, well, maybe if um, he's like, oh, if you have like a role where basically the problem is like, it's like you can have the woman or like if you're in a heterosexual relationship, um, have one person working um, and the other person staying at home and that doesn't have like the gender norms can swap, but it feels like women just have to like go to work, do the housework. It's like, it just becomes like, yeah. yes. because men aren't traditionally trained to look out for stuff like that. It's like, exactly. if I want to clean house, I better like clean it myself. Plus um, go to work, do everything. It's just like, we're doing way too much. Um, and it just leads to like resentment and stress and all of this shit. Um, so it just needs to be, yeah, a shared thing. And then I was talking about how like, um, I still, it's like that emotional labor of still having to like list the things that need to be done. It's like, yeah, we definitely mm-hmm. share housework, but I need to be the one that's like, this needs to be done. You do this half and I'll do this half kind of thing. And it's still mm-hmm. like annoying that I have to do that, even though it's like, you know, it's a good life, whatever, but it's still just like a weight on me to have to keep up with that. Even, um, even for like presents for people. Totally. You know, it's just like anything like to do with organizing. I'm like so impressed when a guy organizes anything. I'm just like, wow. Well, like, <laughs> you're a keeper because you. you did something that and I do all the time. So oh, yeah. It's Barsh. literally in a group chat, a guy organized presents the other day and I was like mind blown. I was like, <laughs> what? Oh he was like, God. oh, maybe he was just like, you know, just literally was like, hey, we should get this person a present. I'm just going to like collect the money um, and look for something. Can everyone just transfer me? And I was like, this is like, I was like, you are a fucking feminist, man. Like, I've never, <laughs> guy, I've never seen a guy do that. So it's just amazing. Um, yeah. And, and, also and, they, and even like panning it off as being like, oh, I'm so good with presents. And it's like, oh, nah, no, fuck off. Like, no one's good. Like, no one is like, like everybody starts out not good with presents. Yeah. Like, I suck at presents, so but it's like, I'd still yeah. have to organize it. Um, but she most like was like you can take it it's like yeah right now you're doing the list but you can take it as an investment for the future when you can like slowly hand over that task and it's like she's kind of just like you it is shit but maybe you just have to like learn how to teach like just teach people that um and then you know men that i guess and then in the future they can just take on that task themselves and then we worked out if my boyfriend was like trainable or not I don't know. <laughs> it's funny um i think it's just being careful of kind of doing it, it's like if i'm just like oh, i'll just do it this time and like remind him next time that resentment just keeps growing so you just yes. have to kind of take that time and be like this is how I'm feeling right now. And like, if you leave the cup near the um, sofa, that just makes me feel like I then have to go like bend over and pick up everyone's freaking cup in the house and put it like, you know, just like that little, like that little last bit, everyone just, I have to be the one that does it in the house. And like over time, that's just really dangerous because I'll get really fucking annoyed and it's just annoying. Totally. And I think that's good to like communicate those feelings. Yeah. Before you start. I, yeah, exactly, because I feel like I've been both the person that has felt that and also the person that has definitely made other people feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been, like, it swings. Gonna, it always, yeah. like, it depends on, like, if you're feeling like shit, it's just, like, totally. It's all over the place. Definitely. Um, but it's also, like, it's that, I, um, it's funny how much, like, gender roles are kind of, like, forced upon people as well, especially when there's a baby involved, especially, mm-hmm. like, when you think about like it's all well and good to be like no 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 like he'll um stay at home and she'll go to work well like especially if you want to breastfeed that's mm, pretty exactly. fucking impossible mm. and you want one parent to be like alert and awake during the day so it's like you know what, i'll just i have to be the one who gets up and breastfeed so i may as well just stay up during the night with the baby anyway so you stay asleep like it always yeah um i've just like i have had a few conversations with new parents recently yeah. from like from, and and from like head 
um, couples who mm. had these conversations before of being like, I don't, we don't want to kind of slip into these roles, but at, at a certain point you kind of have to, I don't yeah. know. How it's does like, it work for, do you know, couples where there is a woman working, um, and the man staying at home or like just gender roles? And they don't, they don't end up doing it. I no, they don't. They might do it later on, like yeah. when they're, but it's, especially when it comes to like breastfeeding and stuff like yeah. that, just really hard to like get that done. And like, unfortunately, like when you think about it statistically, like the, the man probably earns more. Mm. So it's like, well, if we've got one income, it's probably better that we have yours. Yeah. A, a couple who the man stays home, but that more happened when they both got maternity leave or paternity leave for mm, a period yeah. of time. And then he was working for the majority of it. But now that their children are a little bit older, mm. she works like part-time, full-time, also because she has a better job than he does. Mm. And he stays home more at the moment. But that's also because their child is a, or well, they've got two children and their older child is like four or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think that's a, less of a, a um, issue. But also like with my brother and my um, sister-in-law, Definitely there's like uh, Flick um, uh, yeah, took maternity leave and stayed home more than Tom did. And it's just so interesting that kind of like, you know, I don't know if they resent each other, but there's definitely mm. like resentment there. And also there, who's doing more housework. Mm, like, totally. Books, but like who's doing more housework because that, that person's home more as well. Mm. So then they're, they're doing housework. Yeah. And they're taking care of the kid and they're probably getting up more, a bit more, changing more nappies or whatever. Yeah. And also there's that gender thing as well in terms of like, um, like a male female relationship where mm. like women are taught to like look out for these things more or whatever. I don't know. It's like, it's real fucked up. And especially with like someone like, we probably should cut this out, but like someone like my brother, who's like an ultra feminist guy, really caring mm. about his partner's feelings, like really cares about being a sensitive, loving father who's there all the time. But also he would probably also wish that he was home more yeah. with the kid and his partner was working. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like one of those difficult things. Definitely. Um, but it's also just, it just always gets a bit messy. It's always a bit fucked. But I think totally. it's really, what I was going to say, is like really important that Miranda brings this up, that Steve's looking like living in fantasy land. A thousand percent. Which, which it doesn't. Yeah. And also like. She's like close to being partner. That's huge. And so yeah. more further in her career than he is with his bar. Or with yeah. <laughs> and like whenever she's like, oh, why don't you like open your own bar or something? He's like, nah. and it's like, well, okay, I'm going for partner. Yeah. You're bartending. You don't own the place. That's still like a big, you know, mm. if you're like a manager or something, that's still like, you know, something big. But I'm like, have this trajectory with my career. Totally. You don't care as much maybe about your career right now. So yeah. maybe like really kind of, encourage my movement in that kind of area yeah definitely so frustrating and him, even him going to like get a dog it's oh, so dog it's like oh my calling God. her at work yeah and like, calling her work, coming here it's like it's again it's the same as that basketball shop thing that he does and he's like i'm, I'm gonna get three point why can't you stop doing your work and like support me and i understand mm. supporting your partner's dreams especially if they don't align with your dreams and you're like, this is pointless, blah, blah, blah. But you still need to be supportive mm -hmm. or, else, or else you're just like living your dream and you don't give a shit about your partner. Yeah. So you definitely need to like balance that shit out. Because um, I've definitely had those situations with Alex where I've been like, so like he supported me a thousand percent. And then like, he's like wanted one little thing that I've been like, oh, like I don't really believe in this thing yes, or whatever. I do that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I need to actually support you. But again, it's like <laughs> getting the dog and then Miranda has to be the fucking bitch again or not be the bitch and be like, okay, we'll get a dog then. 
yeah and it's like whimpering and stuff it's just like that yeah i really feel i feel like their relationship still those dynamics are something that like modern day like people are still having to deal with and like quite in a real way i think yeah absolutely and it's also interesting as well because miranda has to who doesn't want that kind of like even she even says like i think eventually i would want kids but Mm. i don't know but I feel like that's a kind of gender roles of that kind of relationship of being the bad mummy. That's not, nothing she ever wanted because she's no. always like fuck guys that were like assholes yeah. and shit like that and like were really successful. And now she's like falling into this relationship where she's like literally feels like a mum. Yeah. How yeah. exhausting. A thousand percent. And when, when they get the puppy, it's exactly what she predicted. Yeah. Yeah, totally. She has to care for it. She's the one who has to stay up. So it's like, and it's also very interesting that it's like, well. yeah. And this is like, like you said, it's not the first time we've had this with Steve. Mm. It's time that he leaves. And he did. She broke up with him him in the middle of the night, which is fucking brutal, but amazing. Yeah. And even him being like, why can't you give this a chance? And she's like, I have been giving it a chance. Exactly. But also she should have been communicating that with him throughout the relationship, being a bit more like, hey, this is getting, this is like, not much. good i feel like i'm a mother to you blah blah yeah. blah but yeah. i feel like she's communicated she has communicated her issues with him but maybe she hasn't communicated like this has made me question the whole relationship yeah i think yeah. she needed to do that i think it's pretty yeah because or else it's like they're not on the same page and he's like she's just my quirky girlfriend who gets mad at me sometimes <laughs> yeah. and steve is not good at social cues <laughs> no, so. no, no, no and it's like <laughs> yeah he's just like sick of fighting and it's like well so am i it's not like a um yeah, it's not like something that I want to do. It's just like for what happens when you don't yes. have the responsibilities that I do. And well, also acknowledge she has so much pressure on us, like mm-hmm. on herself at the moment. She's about to make a partner. And what is she, like 34, 35? Yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. That's huge. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. And she's like, like congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Miranda. Oh my god. <laughs> well Breakups done. are so good. Mm. It's yeah. so good. In Especially show. this one when you're like, oh. <laughs> Steve is gross. I hope he never comes back. Don't tell me if he does. Uh, (laughs) He's so shit. He did some dumb, like he was dumb this whole episode. And to the point where I'm like, do the writers hate this guy? Like there's like no, I feel like Steve is all over the place. He's either really calm and chill, like, yeah, we'll do whatever you want. I think like, for some reason I weirdly felt like a little bit, I think because I'm just like identifying too hardcore with um, mm-hmm. Miranda and I feel like, especially mm-hmm. in this lockdown, I'm like leaning too far into, um, so I'm like Capricorn. Am <laughs> 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 my two like rising and moon stars of Virgo? So it's like fully earth. Like um, I feel like all my star signs are like, don't um it's like avoid being a workaholic because it'll like ruin all your relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's just like, easy to do in this lockdown and um i feel like i'm being a miranda without the partner aspect um without yes. all the success that she has um just being a bit cold and sort of missing the um missing the lightness but he doesn't make it easy at all to kind of see it it's just sort of like mm. i can just relate to their situation and feel like yeah she is I, I don't think it's healthy for her to be like fully steamrolling like that the whole time but it's understandable that she's absolutely right and yeah. also like i'd want to see what like steve if miranda was like to say you know what i'm just not gonna go work like this whole week and i'm just yeah. gonna tell them <laughs> i'm just gonna like drink beer with you on the couch like eat uh, like cereal like yeah like it's again it's that like you want that, that chill girl and it's also like what would you say to that like a good partner i feel like would be like 
hey, Miranda, I can completely understand if you need a holiday, but I don't think you should do that just because it's a really important part of your career right now. And I feel like yeah. you're going to this later on. But I don't think you'd fucking say that. I think you'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, sick. I need some, some cereal. I'm like, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Scooby's so funny. He's really so ghost in a dungeon. <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm glad to be rid of him. Ugh, he's probably going to come back. I just, I hope that he comes <laughs> back as a body. breakups are fun because i feel like they're really freeing and soothing and they're so good i I don't hear anyone breaking up where i'm like oh no apart from like maybe brad and jen where i was younger (laughs) and that's when i lost my innocence do you mean do you mean on tv is they're fun or that in real life in real life i don't mean fun they're not fun but i i'm very much of the mind that i'm like this is good like it usually happens for the right reason yeah yeah yeah. i'm like it's really fucking hard but this is yeah like yeah you can always fall in love again like literally even like i'm in such a lovely relationship with alex but i'm like if we broke up i know that i'd be able to find love again and everything would be okay i might regret later on because he's like super hot (laughs) i get back with another pencil dick (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i break up that really happens that you're like oh they should have been together forever um no 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 i hate that i hate that fucking mentality because like no matter you life is so long i know you will find someone else especially oh, if you of like course. A pre- a, are a pretty likable person and also yeah. just like don't even worry about finding someone no, else right now just, find find yourself but like truly <laughs> be like yeah there are we've talked about this before on the podcast but you know it's important to be able to be by yourself or be excuse me hello um to to um also like get knee deep in your friendships finally (laughs) you know what i mean like or but like oh sorry and you can do this within relation within like a, a sexual relationship as well but like you know it's always good to just um remember the other fulfillments of the other relationships you like have. all yeah. the friends in sex and city they it's all exactly. fulfill each other's needs exactly exactly yeah, yeah. they don't really need guys but and they all synced up as well except for totally the, the, the um i think we haven't spoken about carrie and big yet oh, oh my god. god the big time <laughs> on. and i know that's like really problematic because like no, no, big's no. an asshole no 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 but, no, but it's the whole this so is like this is like a on. fantasy level of like mm. especially because okay so let's talk about her and aiden so her and aiden are like in the comfy zone they're eating thai food having sex in, all the time yeah in bed yeah. watching tv which when i was single that's like all i imagined like I, that's like all I, yes that's all Wanted. i wanted i was like i because I was just like, it got to a point where I was dating people all the time, and I was like, I don't want to date anymore. Like, I don't want to like feel like I need to be cute and interesting all the time. I just want to be like in a bed. Mm-hmm. I want to fuck you, eat Thai food, binge watch television, and then have sex again. Oh, like, when you just like, you don't even eat at all because you're just fucking all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> I like literally when Alex and I first started dating, I lost so, oh, like when we were in a relationship, I like lost so much weight because I just like, wasn't <laughs> eating. I was just like, fucking. when I was dating, I, when I was like single, I was doing that too because I just stay at people's houses for like for hours and just have breakfast. <laughs> um, I dating guys who would give me Christmas pudding. Ugh, we'll get into that later. What oh, what? Oh, I, used to get, yeah, I used to get Christmas pudding at his house. That's so was, not right. That's disgusting. And then like I That's said, like, like, I want pizza and sex. I was I trying to like yeah, talk during sex. sex as well and I said something like, I love your cock. And he was like, what? He thought I said, I love you. And I was like, no. No, I said I love. I would. <laughs> you don't. 
<laughs> saying I love your cock I during sex. I, I would, um, like I would love to hear that. And it was just like something that I was like, I'm gonna like say this, yeah. and then and then he was like, what? Oh, and I was like, no, that's <laughs> not what I meant. Yeah, very funny. Anyway, um, that's what you wanted. That's what I wanted, and that's what I got. <laughs> Um, so Aiden and Carrie are in that comfy zone. They're in that comfy zone and um, Carrie has to go on this, like, cruise with Charlotte and her. It's not trip. a cruise. It's what? a party. <laughs> She's not going to a cruise. It's a party <laughs> on a yacht for the magazine. Okay, I you. love you. You absolutely read it. So it was like, she has to go on a cruise with her auntie. It's <laughs> And there's, like, going to be famous people on the boat. That's yeah. what I yeah. love. Seems, oh, oh, actually, there's something I've written too. Um, um, this is a sidetrack, but, but I think it's she asks Aiden if he wants to go on the cruise with her. Yes. She re-asks him, which I think is a really nice thing to do too. I think it's nice to kind of re-ask people if they want to go to an event because they might change their mind, whatever. I love being asked again because I'm like, oh, do I, don't I? I don't know. Yeah. I love parties. <laughs> I love parties. Always ask twice. Always ask twice. But he asked her again and he said, you know what? You have a great time. I'm not going to go. My favorite part of my relationship with Alex, which I oh yeah. any relationship is when you go go to things together. It's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice. I don't want to go to a twenty first with Alex with his mates, who I do like, but not in that environment. I'd rather them coming over and drinking a beer and having a barbecue. I don't yeah. want to go to a fucking like party with them. Yeah. I go to a party by myself without Alex to like a, in like mm-hmm. North you know, in the north, in Melbourne. Yeah, in the north. You know what I mean? I'm off to the north. I want to talk to a bunch of comedians and I want to get fucked up and I want to flirt with some people. That's what I want to do. That's what it's for. You just don't want the risk on on any side of any kind of babysitting. And even if you do go to a party together, I feel like we never, yeah, if we go to a party together, we basically never speak to each other. Exactly, you split off. Yeah, the people that, like, stay in couples, it's like when you're in a public space and you're just like, "Mm, what are you up to? It's like, why the fuck would anyone do that? (laughs) Even even in family gatherings, I just (coughs) leave Alex and hang out with the cousins that I like. Totally. I like most of my cousins, but, like, I like that's, and then I'll feel like, okay. I, in fact, I think he's been annoyed at me about that a couple of times, especially when we're like dating for a year or something. But, but it's like my, yeah, no, I love, yeah, going to parties and just like, yeah, either being separate or not going together. Cause I just, yeah, yeah. when you're like, oh, we have to go home because, and I've been that person. I've definitely been a partner with Alex being like, well, I've, I've definitely been the person being like, why can't I go to that event? And he's like, and he was like, oh, it's just me and the boys. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, it's when I'm like 21 or something. Or totally. 20, being like, what, why can't the fuck can I come? Like, what the fuck? And I've also been the person being like, I want to go home. But now it's so nice, like, in our relationship, yeah. just being like, I'm going to go to this event. Have I fun. Of, like, and then being like, all right, have fun. Or me being like, have fun. And even yeah. sometimes being like, I kind of just want to go back to this by myself. Like, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Oh. So nice. They um they and it's like nice and Aiden's like, no, I'm not feeling it. And he's like with his dog that he's abandoned before that. Yeah. Um, Where is his dog thing? Yeah, because he's just a fucking time. Um, Totally. And Big is on this boat and they like get pushed onto each other. They like heaves and like is this the start of a porno or something? It's just like (laughs) so many pushes into each other. It's like, oh, and he keeps like grabbing her shoulder. It's like he's just like grabbing her whole arms and like Mm. just being like carry and it's just like you don't need to like grab her whole body to like say hi. You can just say hi like an old (laughs) person. Really? It was Um, so hot though. I loved it. I loved it. I didn't think it was that hot. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe the boat, but after Okay, so <laughs> the okay the boat was fine. That's cool. 
I just, I don't know if I'm just old now. I remember this is the kind of shit when I was like 19 watching it. I was like, yes, big. Um, but I just found <laughs> it like crazy that he was like at her apartment and being like, I'm so fucked up, man. Like, I'm, I'm crazy about you. I can't stop thinking about you. It's like, why? You like basically didn't even speak to her when you were dating. And like, yeah, um, you were like always like off to France or like off to other <laughs> shit and kept being like, kid, I'm checking out this other chick. It's just like, um, I find it hard to believe that he's just like, you're the one now and I'm like tormented and at your doorstep and shit. I think I like the danger of it. Like even, yeah. just that I, and also the idea of being desired. I think they're like two things that I really love. Yeah. <laughs> the bit that I was like, this is, this is relatable and nice was like when they were on the boat together mm-hmm. and he was like, kind of like on the edge, like, like fidgeting like a child, just mm-hmm. be like, so you, you seeing anyone? Like yeah. <laughs> not looking her in the eye. And it just was like, Mwah. because yeah. until this point, we had seen her fluster and him kind of remain composed. Cool guy. Mm. Yeah. Like, so it was like nice. He actually looked like shorter. Um, <laughs> but he was fully like, are you like, yeah, like you seeing anyone? Like, love that. That's great. Totally. Yeah. yeah great. Mr. Perfect. Okay, great. Why is he on his boat? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that bit was funny and the banter between them about that was good. And he would have felt fucking weird seeing um Aiden as well. Yes. Like, especially since he's like hiding in the fucking staircase or something. <laughs> yes. But he's like he's like this big like finance boy and like mm. Aiden's like a hot tradie. Like, yeah. yeah. And he would have been like, what? I've lost the one that I love. Absolutely. Um, but I just like this idea that I, I think I even love how messy it is. Again, this might be like me channeling like 18-year-old Irby. Like, <laughs> yeah, you sound like me then. I love how messy it is because I love him just being like, this is obviously, like obviously he's just running away from his marriage or whatever and he's clinging mm-hmm. onto the thing that like, you know, she did the the way we were thing. Is that when she did the way we were? Yeah, yeah. Your, yeah. You know, girls, beautiful, Hubble. Like, yeah. Like yeah. she done all that so like that like left a kind of probably lasting impression even if he hasn't even thought about him having amazing hot sex with his like super young wife <laughs> like, like, yeah, like basically him just like being shit in some way and then being like oh carrie like that's a person i want to like talk to or whatever mm. and then like him i mean it's not good that he turns up to his house but him just being like not even saying what he wants but it's so obvious and her being like i know exactly why you're here mm. But like this can't happen. I'm like, love it, love what you totally. Can well, it, it is. I think the desire, and at this point, um, it's good. I think it was. Yeah, it's hard to just kind of comment on it without talking about it later episodes. But um, but at this point, it's hot to an extent. Um, and maybe I'm just a bit like judgmental. Yeah, totally. I totally know what you mean. But also, like, we just know that big is bad news. As yeah, well. yeah, which is so fun. <laughs> I really, I was really proud of Carrie for just being like, I gotta shut this door. Like, yeah, she yeah. was so to... funny. Yeah, she and was. She was the camera facing down, and she was like <laughs> looking up at him, being like, No, it's like she's it was like, like she was cigarette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And also the ending um line I thought was like so funny because she's like. Aiden still wasn't, she's like, it had been 10 minutes and Aiden wasn't back from the store. <laughs> and she's like, with your future, that's taking way too long to come. Um, and it's just like, she's like looking out the window. She's like, your past coming up too fast and your 
future just not coming soon enough. And oh yeah, because this episode, yeah, this this episode like the theme was like timing. Time. Right time. We haven't talked yeah. about that at all. Theme <laughs> me. I want to talk about how horny I got. I um, but I like that. I actually weirdly like the ending of the episode because I was like, that's an interesting mm. this whole idea about thing. I mean, I know it's like so basic. Be like, no, difficult. But... And I want to come, and this time it's different. Time, 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 yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I think it's. I, I liked it because I was like, it's an interesting concept of like when you get opportunities, but they mm. they fuck with your current situation or like you just want, or even her just being like, fuck, I wish Aiden was back right now so mm-hmm. I could see yeah. right then and there, this is what I have and I love you so much mm-hmm. and this is so amazing. Totally. But now that it's taking just that bit too long, she's thinking about big. Like, yes. I feel like I'm just stating what happens in the episode. But no, I think but that, I could, I could really relate to that because I was like, that's such an interesting thing being like, no, Aiden, come back right now so I can see and we can fuck and it'll be great and I can completely forget about yeah. how I yeah. wanted big in any way, shape or form. But because yeah. it's like lingering, she's like, oh, I want, like she's like yearning for that. And also maybe she's like thinking like, oh, fuck, maybe, you know, yeah. I didn't need him to go away so quick. We could have like hooked up or something and then I could have fucked him off or like whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been, I feel like if there was just a little bit more structurally time where like her and Big actually like had fun or like there was something that was like, for me in my mind at the moment, it feels like she's been with Aiden for longer than she ever was with Big. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it just seems like every episode he was in was just like full of anxiety and they weren't ever really together. So mm-hmm. if they had had actual, if he was the norm and Aiden was like this new person that she's just like, oh, fuck, am I just like stuffing up the timing with this? That mm-hmm. would make it a bit more plausible, but I'm just like. No, but that's what makes it more exciting. Yeah. it was never a real thing. They never got to that mundane stage of and dating. They never got to see. It was yeah. always so passionate and it was always like, we're meant to be together and this is so but Am fun. I jaded now in thinking that that... I remember totally thinking that when I was younger, but am I just, like, a fucking old, like... Am I, like, Samantha right now with, like, everything drying up in that, like... I'm so just sus on everything. I just feel like it's, like, any kind of new hope. I'm just, yeah. like, why would I even trust that it's not just going to become mundane like everything else? Well, <laughs> well that's anyway. it. Like, that's that's I, And I it. think that, like, we know as well, We everybody has that friend where it's, like, oh, great, you're having a good time. I can't wait for you to break up again in a couple weeks. Like, yeah. Like, it's... But, like, you know, there's people where you're, like, oh, that's, that's bad. That's bad. Totally. News. This is like and a maybe situation. it's like this general cynicism on like what is a perfect is like does that whole perfect love it's really actually sad because it just means I'm like dead inside because it's like um I used to like <laughs> no. believe in like you know love and butterflies and stuff but now I'm just like is everything just an exercise of like just what's it called like moderation or like trying to like just kind of like what's that thing called compromise um it's yeah. like <laughs> gonna have to compromise in yeah, like, yeah, the one that I'm just really bad at. I don't spell skew with, so kill me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I guess you can't. But I'm I'm sounding like I'm really dead inside because I know that when you do, I, it's like all of this, like, logical shit, yes, but when you, like, do meet someone who you have, like, that chemistry with, all of that kind of goes out the window and it's you're not really thinking about, like, a thousand. Yeah. In two years' time, we'll be back to but I think one. Yeah, but I think that's, but I also think that's a smart thing to do i think that's like if, if you ever have a crush on anyone or any situation like <laughs> yeah. while you're in a long-term relationship it's like yeah this is just a fleeting moment because yeah. i think that you're hot and i have a crush on you and like i it's not because i'm like oh my god you're the one you know yeah, what i mean you're gonna it's make like, me so much more happiness yes yeah, yeah. because we have like sexual chemistry and i know that like if 
if I broke up with my partner to like date, this has not really necessarily happened to me or anything like that. Mm. It's definitely people have been like, oh my God, you're really hot. I want to fuck you, but I haven't. But like, you know, it's not like, oh my God, you're the one. Like if I break up with my boyfriend, we're going to be together. It's going to be this all the time. You know, because you're in a long-term relationship. You're like, if we, if I break up with my partner and we set up fucking in two years time, either we break up pretty soon after or in like two years time, if we did stick together, I'd be in that same position again. Totally. And then you become like a serial cheater or something. Yeah. You hate the feeling of not having butterflies all the time or feeling super passionate all the time. Yeah, totally. Definitely. I'm definitely team Aiden. I also think that like it was, I thought, I thought the hottest moment with Big or the cutest moment with him was on the boat when he was asking if she was seeing anyone. But when he came to her house and when he was like, I'm fucked up. Yeah, I was like, good. grow up. Yeah. Like, fuck I me. know. I love Carrie's response to it. Her being like, no, no being like, she's she can't be here kind of thing. Like, yeah. but then it was obvious that she was super horny. So I was just like, yeah. oh my God. Like, yeah. She's super horny. She's all like backward. She's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Closing <laughs> <laughs> like, her door oh and stuff. Also, when Aiden was like looking through a kitchen and was like, You've run out of filters, I thought he was talking about like cigarette filters. <laughs> and I was really like, Does Aiden smoke now? And I like got because that wasn't that like, really a... supportive of her. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. You've run out of filters, I better go. <laughs> but I remembered that the coffee filters, not yes. filters. Which is so filters. sweet. He goes to the store, I'd just be like, Fuck it, we're going to have coffee tomorrow. You know what Aiden's I mean? Hot, like... <laughs> I know Aiden's jewelry, all his jewelry shit, kind of really turns me off. Yeah, but you can hide that. Yeah, or you just shame them, being like, "Oh, why are you wearing that ring?" Shame them, change them. What's that? Hang on. Is there anything else in the episode we haven't covered before we finish up? Well, Samantha gets her period. She doesn't have menopause. So great. I love her getting getting fucked by that guy, and she's like, "I hate this." And then she's like, "Literally, thanks for the dinner. I got my period all over your sheets." And she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I love it because it's so like." Her just being completely focused on herself yeah. and being like, this is, you're nothing to me. My period <laughs> and myself matters above everything else. I oh thought it was really God. beautiful. It is a bit screen. sad for like women in actual menopause because yeah. it's, like, oh, yeah. it's like, well, it's all good for Samantha because she's um, got a period, thank God. And it's like, <laughs> she's got a few years left in her, this girl. Um, otherwise, she'd have to have terrible sex. Yeah, or, otherwise, she's I, stuck with this like hip replacement guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's what she I think we've covered most stuff. What would you guys rate it out of 10? I rate it like a nine and a half. I think it's like a fucking perfect episode. I think there's like drama in it. Mm. It's funny. There's a breakup, but it's kind of good. I yeah. think it's like a really solid episode without it being like some, like someone dies or something like that. I think it's like yeah, really and even like really good like scenes like dialogue. Yeah. It's really like fun and then also... Dramatic. It made me want to watch the next episode. Yeah, same. Indicator yeah. of how good an episode is. How about you, Jordan? I give it, yeah, I loved it. I'm going to give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to give it, it a nine. Lost a half for Carrie's dress on the boat. Yeah, oh, you didn't like it? It was just like I maybe that whatever. Was fine. I thought that was fine, but I didn't. There was like a scene where they're all in the bathroom um, and they're talking about Samantha's like menopause um, mm-hmm. and they're all like wearing really weird tops. Like, um, they like are. Carrie's, Carrie's wearing some like, like weirdo like red shit that's like not even a real top. It's just like her boobs are just like lopsided. And the bedazzling was like, like off. Yeah. Like it, it looked like, like it was really cheap. Like. Yeah, it looked really cheap. It was like basically like a half diamond or something. Mm. And then Miranda's wearing like, um, it just reminded me of this top that looked like um, 
like that book, that children's book that used to have like a fish on it and it's got like different colours. The rainbow fish. fish. The rainbow fish. <laughs> oh my God, like the picnic rug yes, and different yes. colours. That made me really mad that outfit yeah. because of that dress, that weird dress. Picnic. And like it just didn't work with her colour. No, it didn't work with her colour right. and that's why it made me so mad because I was like, why the fuck do they give her that? And also why isn't Miranda in more black? Yeah. I like think red hair, like pale skin, that's all I ever wear is like fucking yeah. black. Um, totally. They need to dress her better. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right. We'll see Wait, Ovi, what did you give it? Nine. Yeah, fuck yeah. Right. That's a good one. Great. Well, guys, listen to us some more. Um, Thanks and, for listening. And follow us on Instagram at sex and the sex in the sex. Also, write us an email at sex and the sex. Oh, wait, sex and the sex in the sex and the sex in the sex at gmail.com. And Ovi, got anything to say? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.